Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Cal and B Show. We're here to talk about two young cats who rose from the ashes like a phoenix. <laughs> oh man! Grew up in grew up in one of the roughest, wildest, most untamed hoods in America, and became in, uh, industry titans. B in Las Vegas, the same cat that has brought you Schick shaving cream, man. Q tips. Mm-hmm. And VH1 Music Awards, and Cal, <laughs> and of course Cal in Atlanta, the same cat that dro- bought you dry erase boards. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And meals ready to eat. <laughs> what up, B? That's crazy. <laughs> What's the weather out like? Th- what's the weather like out there in Vegas today? Oh man, it's beautiful. But you know, I, I can say it's beautiful because I've been inside. It's a uh, all day. nice and windy and cool, raining on them. You know what I'm saying? But hey, we stay we staying nice and heat, chilled, ooh, ooh, cold ooh. environments. It's raining in Vegas, man. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. It is, and it don't rain often, but when it does, it don't, it seems like the water don't know what to do when it hit the ground. You know, they know it, it, it gets soaked up rather quickly, so it just try to it tries to you uh, know, st- stay the, on. The ground don't stay, stay with the water. Stay huh? slick. I think the water trying to stay relevant to something. What's going on, man? It's tired of being shut out. It's tired of being an underdog. I might want to. I hear that. Well, today is uh, January 7th. Where you at anyway? I guess we it's January eighth now. It's after midnight here in Atlanta, and uh, it's actually been it's uncharacteristically warm this week. I think it hit sixty five today. You know, we outside running. My boy trying to run track. You know, I'm trying to help him with his technique. Yeah, so you just he he trying to make everybody jealous right now. What? Wait, wait, we got to rewind that. Er, sixty five degrees. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Sixty five. Hot Atlanta, boy. Hot in the winter. Oh, man. Oh, that's 65. It's wonderful, man. We were out there in T-shirts, and <laughs> my my daughter ran outside in a diaper. I'm like, girl, put some pants on. Come on now. <laughs> she won. We'll give her some time. We're giving her some time. She's only one. Somebody, Grandma, had to tell y'all to put something on. Now, nah, it's, it's pneumonia weather. You know it's man? pneumonia weather. You can't be out there. I know it's 65 degrees, but it might change up on you or something. What was going on? <laughs> in the wintertime? <laughs> so must be. Yeah, man. We've we we we've been out in the mountains all weekend, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. friend. Of, so it's interesting story. Um, we were actually coming back from Medellin, Colombia, visiting the wife and her family. Her father has been sick. So she's like, oh, we got to go see him. We, we never know. It might be the last time we get to visit. Oh, man. So we all flew out there. Actually, he was coming from Santiago, Chile, and we met in Medellin, you know, flying into Medellin. And my Spanish ain't the best. It ain't the most beautiful. <laughs> no es más bonita. <laughs> and uh, so, so I flew in, you know, luckily her brother found me because if he didn't find me, I'd have been out there in Medellin, you know, shaking the can, trying to sell some arepas or something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. But yeah, we got it. 
we, we got in there, man, and um, um, yeah, fortunately her father's he's recovered pretty well. Um, but damn, I lost track of where I was going with that Good story. Good stuff, buddy. That's, where, that's why you have a. Where was I with? Where was I going with that? Well, you were telling us a story. You were, I was, man, wasn't right? I? And you know, you was telling like you was going to take us down a nice little ride or something. You know, whole, your whole trip, how your trip went. <laughs> he didn't win deep. That's great. That's great that the pops feeling good, you know, and, and a lot feeling a lot better. And like we were talking about before, yeah, man, you yeah. know, it's, it's just great to have that, you know, especially when you was thinking that, you know, it's, it's going to go uh, be a worse situation. But, you know, uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful when you see that yeah, progress. How, how's he feeling? So, all right. He, he's doing good. He's doing good. He's hanging in there. He's getting better. You know, he's, he's, uh, they, he had to switch doctors and they found a completely different thing. And, uh, it's actually way better than what they were thinking it was. Oh, so, wow. So he's, he's on up and up. Good, good to that see. Good. Yeah, Great. man. All right, man. So what's up, man? You want to jump into the topic? Hot topic for the day this week. Oh, I was talking about the mountains, wasn't I? Really? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> so, okay. Here's the deal. And I promise, I promise I didn't drink a whole lot over New Year's. It's just been, <laughs> it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on this week. He done Hey, I still got a bottle of champagne. I ain't got to yet. So I'm still working on it. I'm trying to catch up. Okay. So we went away back from Medellin, right? And uh, Maria, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 med, a, a lady from Colombia on the plane, right? With her, with her son. A one year old son, about the same same age as my one year old daughter, right? Uh-huh. And Maria just starts talking to her. You know, for some reason, Colombian ladies just talk to each other. That's what they do, right? So that's what's good. Like that. Come to find out, this girl lives in Atlanta, about ten minutes from where we live. Not even, and in Atlanta, that's close because the traffic in Atlanta is crazy. <laughs> so ten minutes anywhere is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> And it also turns out that this lady went to the same high school as my wow. wife. Yeah, yeah. And they knew each other. In fact, my wife was this lady's uh this her this lady's sister was my wife's best friend in high school. What? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, ever since then they've kept in touch and just recently they they hit, they hit us up after New Year's like, "Hey, you know, we got some friend, we got a friend who's got a cabin out in the mountains." We headed up there. We want y'all to come. Dot dot dot. And we like, oh, 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 that sounds wonderful. That's like a good trip, like, for real. Yeah. So we we did that. We went up North Carolina, about three hours north of Atlanta, straight, just about straight north, maybe a little northeast. But yeah, man, that was that was great, man. It was the air was fresh, you know, the water was pure. <laughs> wow. You know, out there nice hiking. Clear. Oh, I don't want to oh. Hiking, yeah, that's what's good, man. Yeah, man, hiking, riding quads, four wheelers. You know what I mean? We were we were we were chilling. The kids didn't want to come back. They were complaining. Why we gotta live in the city? I know that's right. Like, <laughs> man, like this is a whole new, two different experience. I mean, how how, how high was the uh, elevation? Oh man, I couldn't even tell you, but I, I would guess probably four thousand feet, maybe a little more, mm. up in up in the Smoky Mountains. You know, up in the Smoky Mountains, we were supposed to go tubing, but it got it was too warm. They couldn't get no snow to stick. That's crazy, man. You know how they do the artificial snow; they couldn't get it to stick, so we couldn't even do tubing. That's crazy. 
It was that warm? That's it was warm and it, you know, had, we had some sprinkles too. That's so wow. They they couldn't they couldn't even get a stove to snick. That was all right though. You know, it was real nice. It sound real cool. They woke me out, man. I'm sore. I'm still sore. <laughs> all that hiking. That's what you need though, bro. I mean, that's and that's I mean, being able to stay in that type of shape. I mean, yeah, you can be on the court type shape. It's nothing like that, but at the same time, like being being able to use yeah. your legs and get around hiking, that's that's beautiful. I used to do a lot of that in LA, but um, I need I need yeah, to get man. more out more about that out here too. You know what I mean? Because you know you what, just man? this that hyped me up actually to do it out here more. This old this old seventy five year old man put me to shame, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this old man put me to shame. Damn. Bro. Oh, they, we call him Mister Joe. I used to call him Joe, but after going hiking with him, I call him Mister mm-hmm. Joe because uh, I had a newfound respect for Mister Joe. Mister Joe put me to shame, boy. He told me. He told me, uh, he's like, man, listen, I'm twice your age. <laughs> I'm like, damn. damn. <laughs> Did you have to say it like that, Mr. Joe? <laughs> he look, he he's look like, every time he go out, boy, he's like, look, not even just you, but the type like a young brother trying to do it and <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. He's like, man, look, he's like, listen, you know, I know I do this hike all the time. I hike every day. Okay. But today was particularly difficult. You know why? Because I felt this force behind me sucking wind, felt like a vacuum sucking me back. <laughs> and I was like, that was me trying not to suffocate back here, back here. Oh, struggling. Oh, I was struggling. Like man. I was struggling. Oh, I was struggling. Toward the end? Yeah, I was struggling, man. You got to be glad there's no CCTV around. You know what I mean? Catch, catch you <laughs> puffing and, and trying to hold on for dear life. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, holding on. But hey, what you're saying right now kind of gave me some visuals. All right, those visuals of yeah. uh, uh, a brother once an athlete. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. 50, 60 pounds ago, bro. Was quite elite athlete. Quite I'm elite. Saying. All right, we won't, we won't touch on that. We won't, <laughs> we won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast right there, bro. We'll have to get on that one in a whole other podcast. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was once world renowned, bro. <laughs> Then I got married and had somebody at home cooking for me. <laughs> Boy, woo-wee. They fatten you up, bro. I got fattened oh, up. Damn. I got fat. Yeah, up. that's crazy. So that no, so. I do need I do need to drop about 20 pounds. 20 pounds to be straight. I'm working on it though. I got a plan. I got a plan. It's 2019. I, I got a plan. We still young, man. Come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got time. It was when I seen this 75-year-old man take care, you know. <laughs> Take care of business on that mountain, you know. That's uh changes your perspective real quick. Real quick. You won't do nothing but living until you die, but yeah, man, no doubt. All right, so let's jump into this. So uh the topic for the day is 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 getting started, kicking it off, right? So, you know, I know a young cat like yourself, you know, I've always looked up to you in in in, in terms of your ability to see market opportunities and Come up with ideas on how to satisfy that need, and and quickly turn a rep, quickly turn an idea into a revenue stream. I think that was uh, I've always thought that was pretty impressive, and you know I've I've kind of taken a similar track, you know. And, and you and I have done some business ventures together as well, so that's uh we have a nice long history in this in this particular topic. But I want to talk about getting started, right? Getting your money right, and creating something from from nothing, right? Turning turning lemons into lemonade. Mm. Quite delicious lemonade on top of that. 
you know, perfect amount of sugar. Yummy. Yeah, you, you know, got people coming over, want to get a taste. Yummy. No, <laughs> for <feel> real. Like, <laughs> join the team, you know what I mean? <laughs> they like, hey, how can I how can I do what you do? I'm like, if you asking me, then bro, I don't know if you got what it take. Shake <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, well. <laughs> But yeah, kicking it off, you know, starting up. And uh I just happen to be leading a technology startup, improver technologies. I know you're you're well deep into the swing of your business operation, uh, uh with with asset liquidation and inventory liquidation, that kind of thing. So first question here, let's just dive into it. Business, when you're thinking about creating a business, are you looking to go for passion or are you looking to go for earnings? What's the priority for you? Yeah, for me, I mean, I know you got five or six. You thinking about right now? So, so how how do you evaluate that? Well, I mean, for me right now, um, you know, I'm I'm all about a mixture of both in terms of balance. You know, you have to work around what you enjoy doing, at least from the day to day standpoint. And what I mean by enjoy doing, I'm not saying that you gotta, you know, it's like a, a hobby or something that. You know, I think anything with accountability, you know, um, you're going to have times that, you know, or certain aspects of, of the of the business that you may not find as sexy or something that you get up wanting to do. But I think, um, you know, around your skill set, like for me, you know, being around a computer, uh, mm. uh, you know, I know a lot for a lot of folks sitting around at a desk isn't great. But I don't just sit around at the desk. You know, they just look at like, oh, okay, it's, you're a computer guy. You sit around at a desk. But, you know, you can, being on a computer uh, also allows you to have a little more flexibility of time. So, hey, I might be on a, I might be in an office for a few hours, and I could just do whatever I want for a few hours. If that's playing some ball, if that's, you know, doing some deals, uh, running on a treadmill, you know, whatever. Uh, being on my phone and, and right. overlooking a, a beautiful view, I could do that. Um so that's that's, a, that's a, to me it's a deep a, conversation because what you enjoy, you know, could be directly what you're doing and how you're doing it. It could be the people that you're around. It could be you right. know it, it, you know it. And there's a lot of psychology in it. That's a good balance. You mix uh, working on a computer, which is mostly sedentary lifestyle. I think that's the reason I was struggling on that mountain this weekend. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I was where I've been working. I've been on the computer, man. I've been grinding on the computer. I get up and try to run up that mountain, boy. Woo woo! <laughs> oh, computers and mountains don't get along, bro. They don't get along. That brain, but, muscle, yeah, that that's brain muscle has a little more capacity than your your calf muscle at this point. Oh, boy. See, all the calf strength went to the brain and it never came back. That's the problem. <laughs> That happened many years ago. <laughs> wow. But yeah, man, uh, that's a good point, though, is, is is that balance of, you know, doing what you really enjoy doing, try to kind of find a base in that. And also, you know, surrounding you. I like what you mentioned about surrounding yourself with people you like to work with. I'm, I'm a cat who took a more traditional path early in my career, um, coming out of college, at, you know, in my early 20s. Went into corporate America and, and you don't get to choose who you work around, especially early on. You don't get to hire people. They just bring you on your entry level. And for the first, you know, several years of your career, 
you're surrounded by people who you may or may not <laughs> get along with that well or like that well or who like you that well. And you're sort of trapped in an environment, you know, and that's I think that's one of the things that draws me to entrepreneurship is having the choice to pick how to be more selective about who you surround yourself with. Oh, man, that's huge. I agree. That, 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 man, I mean, some of the stories you, you used to tell me, you know, it was. Uh, oh, I got some stories, bro. I got some I'm stories. Sure you, ain't, you ain't tell me half of it, probably. But, you know, it's just it's just uh, that I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, you, when you get down dirty with it and you look across, uh, you know, the aisle or, or you look across the room or whatever and you see a partner that's willing to get dirty, their hands dirty with you. You know that you have a real mm. partner, you know, that got your back and you got theirs. and they're, they're accountable away from you, out of the office. They're still working. They're still putting in those hours. That's what right. you want. And not only that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, you know, respect factor is key. Um, and, and just knowing that, you know, you putting the work in towards someone that, you know, you could you can uh, you can go out to dinner with. And, and that's a, that's a big deal. Hmm. It's about you could travel with for, you know, a 24 hour road trip, man, and enjoy your, enjoy the trip. But at the same time, get down and know how to handle business when it's time to handle the business. Man. Yeah, that's key. Yeah, man, that's that's key. That's a big thing, because, you know, people put off energies. They put off energies and, 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 and they have, you know, they have certain uh, level of accountability and dealing with their personal issues right. and, you know, and, and, and sometimes that's completely out of your hands. I've always been one to say you can die from somebody else's stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time, right? Man. <laughs> you can die from somebody else's stupidity. So, you know, you don't want a partner that's, that's going to kill you with their stupidity. You, <laughs> you need a part, you need partners that's going to, keep you alive in case you're the one that's stupid, you know, God forbid that would need to happen. Keep you know? on your A game. Keep you on your A game. Keep you sharp. Keep your mind focused. So, yeah, my, my, my experience, though, with starting a business is, yeah, you want to have that foundation of passion, right? And you want to have that foundation of this is something where I feel I can bring a lot of value. But you all... But it's also for me, uh, that's only half of the coin. That's only like, I don't even know if it's fully half of the coin. I think the other half of the coin and maybe more than half is seeing the market and seeing what's needed and what's not being provided currently. And this is the earnings potential side. So, you know, I, I tend to be more assessing the market and assessing demand before I jump into the venture. And I'm I'm getting more and more in tune with that, especially like with the with the with the work I'm doing now. Right. Um, the startup is before I invest too much, and and I've invested a lot, this is a unique situation for me than than, than I think what most technology startups are. But you know, you know, before I invest too much, I always question before I go under a uh, expensive undertaking to build a business. Um, testing how much demand there is in the market, and seeing if there's really truly paying customers before I go too far with uh with with my time investment or money investment or you know credibility investment or whatever it is. Definitely. 
This particular project for me, though, is the culmination of my whole career coming together and really thinking, all right, the, the world is moving in this direction. I need to move in that direction, too. The world is moving toward technology. My field in lean manufacturing, continuous improvement is a very manual process. And in fact, there's a lot of theory out there that says manual is better. Mm. Right. And I don't know what's I guess I understand what drives that. They feel like the engagement level, the commitment level is higher if it's manual, because, you know, if, if you're going to do the manual work, it's because you're you're committed to it. Um, if you're not committed, you're not going to do it. It's going to fall apart. So. Um, so that's a big element of it. But at the same time, I think a lot of the companies that started with lean real hard Toyota, of course, is one of the pioneers. Dan and her, a couple of other really? ones. Okay. They're all going toward technology, too. They're all starting to realize that, hell, man, you know, if, if you're not on the forefront of technology, you got a huge disadvantage. It's like, you know, no matter how good the samurai is with the sword, any old cat with the AK is going to be able to take them out. <laughs> yeah, that's great analogy. Yeah, I got you. I feel you. Yeah, that's that's straight up technology. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are with a stick shift and an old beat up Mustang, <laughs> you know. A, a cat show up in a, with, with a with a uh, a Maserati is gonna burn you every time. That's just straight up technology. You feel me? So yeah, I think my my profession is learning that too. And 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 I just decided I'm you know if this <laughs> at some point I decided this is my profession. I need to be on the forefront of this. And in order to do that, I need to be a, I need to be a technological leader. Take the industry in that direction. So in thinking that way, yeah. Is less of a let me assess the demand and come up with a product. It's more of a next stage of commitment in my career progression. You know, I see it as a natural career progression. So, so I, I don't know. It's a, a is, is it passion versus demand. I think it's somewhere in the middle. You know, I see the demand because I've been doing it manually for all these companies for all these years. So the, the demand is there, and I see the problems they face, and you know the passion's there. Because it's what I do, you know, it's what I've been doing. I get a lot of, I feel I'm happy doing it. <laughs> you know, looking forward to every day to do it more. So, you know, I think it's just a natural progression for someone in my position. I'm, more, I'm what they call the, call the industry professional in, in, in the tech business. Most tech entrepreneurs are fresh out of high school, fresh out of college. Right, right. Don't really have any experience. Well, I'm somebody who actually is coming with deep deep industry experience and then bringing that to technology. Right. I think what you, you got, you know, what's got, what's given you upper hand as well as the experience is you got that same energy or more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody wants to young cat, right. Lock, right. you know, that's, that's, you know, malleable. That's, you know, you could, uh, put, you know, put them together, so to speak, help them show the ropes, but, Ultimately, that's that's stress on you, you know, as as a business owner, as as executives, you rather work with someone who knows what they're doing and and but has that same energy yeah. to change and right. be new, and that's beautiful. That's why still, still in still in high growth mode. Right, definitely. You you, you there to change? You dare to build? I mean, you know. I'm there to build. I'm just talking to that about to to my wife. My wife is my co-founder. And uh, we were having a conversation today on the whiteboard. And I was like, look, this is most people 
you know, they go to college, they get out, they start their careers and that's they level off. They settle down. You know, they they go buy a house. <laughs> they start putting their kids in private school. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, we haven't really gone that down that path. We've bought property, you know, but in Atlanta, we have not. Mm-hmm. Too damn expensive in Atlanta. That's part of the problem. <laughs> OK. But, uh, you know, with our supplemental cash flow, we, we 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 throw it back into our education. We throw it back into the business. We're invest. We're. You know, we're still invest investing like we're in our early twenties. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, in our own development and growth. Uh, whereas most people settle down in their mid twenties. You know, they like okay, we're we got jobs, we're straight now. We never, we have never, we we haven't peaked out at that point. We still want to grow a lot. We're in our late thirties. So, Man. yeah, we we've uh, we we've chosen a completely different strategy. Man, you know, I, I think that uh, that's a beautiful thing because I think that's the way you continue to, like, 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 like yourself. You keep striving to get more, keep improving. Uh, we were just right. talking today about that. You know, just continuing to, you know, uh, stay on it and, and, and realize that you know this is we're still young. There's so much more to grow and to, to learn. I mean, beyond the fact that you get, you know, you get kind of you want to settle down and you want kind of settle into a routine and and then you try to say oh well that's you know some people just say well that's what i used to do when i was young and it's like man you know you when you start saying i'm old and when you start pushing that around yourself i mean you know you start you start being that you know you you are what you, you think start, yeah, you, you are what you think versus it, it, it as well as you are what you eat you know you you pretty much creating that environment that adds stress to yourself and you might start looking old you know, but that goes that goes to what you were saying. You know, you continue to progress. I think part of being young is getting new information, getting new, and being being willing to change based on that information. There you go. Right? Because yeah, what, willing to change. What's what's information you start without being willing to change? Yeah, I feel it. Exactly. Right. It's like when you start settling down, you're basically saying, "I'm not changing much anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm set. I'm set in my ways." You know. And it's difficult to stay hungry because it takes work. It's work. It's hustle. Still in hustle mode. And it's just our calculation that, you know, hustle mode and staying in a hustle mode for a much longer part of our life is it's going to pay big dividends. And, you know, I would love to retire, retire, not really retire, but I would love to be, you know, free from work at age 50 mm-hmm. or younger, you know, or even younger. So what do you consider? Uh, That's a question to me. I mean, not to cut you off, but what do you consider work? Well, honestly, I, I so enjoy what I do. So and it, <laughs> um, I don't know, B. I, I guess I consider work working for money, doing something that I don't enjoy there you go. for money. There you go. I, I concur. I'm very but, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting to an age where. I think I, I think as I get older, like if I'm over 50, 50, you know, 60, even I won't do stuff that I don't necessarily enjoy mm-hmm. for money. For real. I'll, I'll do I'll still put produce value. I'll still create value and I still help others. But I'm going to be more selective. I like to be more selective about what I do and really do the things that I take derive a lot of pleasure from, but also bring the greatest value, make the greatest impact at the same time. So. For real. It's less about the money at that point and more about creating value and doing stuff that 
you know, that I truly enjoy personally. That's that's real. Real talk. Yeah, man. What about yourself? About what it, as far as what I consider work? Yeah, yeah. What you consider work? What do you consider I, I, I think work? You nailed it. I mean, honestly, it's yeah, it's just working for the only money. I mean, I I don't necessarily do that right now either. But at the same time, I I agree with you. I think um, once you get pretty much high control of your time, you know, and 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 I, everything I'm doing is with my choice of, and it's not just to you know, to make money. Cause I mean, that's part of the positioning, I guess, uh, you know, personal and business, you know, you thinking, okay, let me, you know, cause money's just a tool for me. I look at it like, okay, you know, I'm not trying to hoard money just like yourself. You, you know, you invest in back in yourself and your business and anything as far as tools and resources. I think, uh, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I, I believe that, you know, once you can, you can, uh, put every ounce of work what you call quote unquote work of being productive uh, is and doing it for for completely the interest of what I deem necessary you know what I'm working on I think yeah absolutely but you know that's interesting because now that right there you know when you, when you say passion and balance it's kind of like that it's, it's blurred up in terms of you know, what do you decide to take and how you take it? When they say sell your soul, uh, what does that really mean, right? It means what you, you, you know, you're working for complete money. And, you know, perhaps you might be doing things that may or may not be ethical and so on and so forth. But mm, Right. That's the big piece of it. But uh, stuff that doesn't align with your values, your integrity, your sense of morality, you know. Right. And, and, and a lot of time you're doing it because somebody up higher up than you screwed up and they're trying to cover their butt. So they need you to work to right their wrongs to some extent, or they made a bad decision and you know, they're trying to use you and your talent to, to, to make themselves look better. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, more or less getting over on people. I mean, Hey, it is what it is. You know, the guy can judge. That's, that's what it's about. But I'm just saying, when you saying, okay, we well, draw the line. You know, and so that's what's interesting about the balance of, because, you know, I think honestly, you know, when you really look at a body of work of from A to Z, some of us was, okay, you know, we, we could look back at that and say, oh, that's, you know, we could do better, you know, in terms of the hustles and the things we want to do. But honestly, you know, uh, and that's part of that growth is, you know, you're seeing what, you know, you're willing to do versus what you should be doing. And then the amount of money is making you the amount of leverage and positioning. You know, we're talking about that as well. And in addition to that is positioning. Like, you know, is it just the money, you know, where, you, you know, where you going with that in terms of where you want to be as far as your positioning, where is it, how are you transitioning from this business to that business? Is this business short term? Is it a long term business? You know, it's, a, it's interesting stuff. And, I guess what you alluded to earlier today, uh, earlier tonight, I should say, was uh, just kind of having an understanding in, in advance. Um, what do you want to? What do you want to lead? I guess that was the last uh, uh, topic, right? right where uh, what type of legacy you want to lead? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that goes hand in hand right there as well. You know, and you can kind of break down 
where you want to be at. I mean, especially if, like a person like myself, I have a lot of different skills. And I think a lot of these kids going up today, they got a lot of skills. They could do a lot just by breathing. They could be, you know, huh. technology and being on a computer. Well, a lot of people didn't have that at all. They got paid a lot of money to be on the computer. Now you're going right. into this. So you can, you can log into YouTube and learn just about anything you want to learn. You know, you don't have to go through the traditional university uh, path. You could you could just jump online and learn anything now. I see cats building entire houses. Never built a house before. Get on YouTube and learn how to build a house. I'm like, man, we are. I'm. I feel behind when I hear that kind of thing. I feel like, dang, I'm, I need to get. I need to step it up. See, that's the kind of thing that keeps me hungry too, man. It's. I guess it's that competitiveness to not want to fall behind in in terms of where the world is going. Man, amen to that. I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it keeps, yeah, like, especially staying abreast of what's going on uh, will keep you, yeah, definitely keep you inspired. Uh, you keep going and you say, hey, look, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of, you know, these yeah. world, you know, in my own way. Yeah, man. Make a difference. And, you know, the younger people are always going to be the future. No matter who you are, the young, younger people who are younger than you are your future. Or your future and the world's future. So you got to stay connected. All right. So next question for you, Broski. All right. What, what's been your most expensive learning? What's been your most expensive uh, uh, lesson as an as an entrepreneur to date? Man, that is a great question, man. That... <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, you know what? And it's it's both monetary and, See, and I, knew I knew you were going there, baby. And, and, and you could get, get deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And time for so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I won't I won't name the company I was working for, but I would say that working for a company and putting too much. Uh, too much, too much effort, and 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 wasn't getting paid what I thought I should have got paid, and oh, I worked boy. there a little too long, and so some some, you know, at the end of the day, it was paid probably better than than a lot of folks my age, but at the same time, I felt like I could get more from doing what, especially yeah. knowing what I know now. Um, and, and as I get older, it gets more expensive, that lesson. Yeah, man. Now, I know a cat for a cat like yourself, you know, a million dollars a week is simply not enough. You get, they're going to have to pony up. <laughs> Bonus is going to have to be fatter this year, you know, <laughs> uh, and in and, 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 and two years working for somebody else is, is just way too long. That's too long. That's it. That's incredible. Oh, man. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's what I'm saying. You know, this is actually towards the beginning of, of, of really being an entrepreneur and, and understanding my worth. Yeah. Uh, right. That's the key, right? You said some key right there. It's right. understanding your worth. Back in 04. Back in 2004, you know, yeah. um, was this, with this time frame. So it's you know so you've, been a, you've been a full entrepreneur since '04, is that right? Uh, that's before that. So that's what I'm saying. You know, working at the company that I felt 
you know, I was, I was doing too much. I was doing, you know, shipping, you know, uh, management and shipping and, 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 uh, you know, customer service and support custom, uh, tech support, you know, doing a lot of things like that, but, uh, was getting paid, what, 15 an hour, something like that back then. That's not bad. Uh, you were fairly young back then, right? I imagine. Yeah, but early twenties, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't bad. See, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't bad, but at the same time, how much time did I put in? It was definitely forty-five, yeah. maybe even fifty hours a week. Uh, so even even then, you knew you were worth more. And I know you were making beats back then. And if I've never said it before, you're you're probably one of the most talented beat makers that I've that I've come across in my life. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm I'm waiting on a day. Where Beast goes back and says, "You know what? I'm 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 beat making again, and I'm doing this. This is all I'm doing for like the next ten years. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna put together some hits, some bangers. I'm waiting on that day to come. Oh man, that would that would be crazy though. Yeah, yeah, shit. But I mean, you know, I think it's cool. even even back- I think once you once you get once you, once you get where you want to be, I think that's I think that's if my if my prediction is accurate, that's 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 going to happen or something like it. Some 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 variation of. It. I always make music, man. Music always, you know, that's part of that's that's why I have my own business too. Is better just better be flexible enough to do that, fit those things in, and you know, um, yeah. As far as yeah, coming out commercially, where I put stuff out, that you know, hey, I'm I'm with it. It's got it got to make sense. I think, especially this push this year, you know, with more media coming out, I definitely feel like that's in the yeah. works. But you know, we we. We're going we, we're working hard and we're playing hard, you know. But that's, yeah, that's what's up. That's the beautiful thing about it is that, you know, we have a lot of things in perspective. Uh, that's why I say it goes back to, like, now, like, I know that really for the last 15 years or so, you know, you 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 know your value, you have an understanding of what you can do out in the free market. And that's what I meant about right. that being a, a valuable lesson, one that I learned and I got over but at the end of the day, it still felt like, man, I could have did more than that. I, I still was an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since I got to L.A. really low-key. I've been throwing parties and stuff like that. That's, But still, even then, and still am, you know, got a lot, got a, you know, I got a lot to learn, you know, obviously continue to build. So even back then, you can see as a, as a young pup, always wanted to do something different. But at the same time, you know, I didn't have the know-how. You know, uh, some things are right in front of your face. You don't really realize it. it. Doesn't even cost you nothing that you could do. Just the thought of understanding deals and understanding what, like you know, what's what's uh, what's a demand, like you was talking about, and just having that mindset. And obviously, being young, you don't know that. So that's what I'm saying. You know, you work at a company because they're doing that legwork that you could do, right? Especially, and they're not really teaching you how to do that. They're just they're keeping you dependent on them. And that's where that that's where that that hunger, that internal drive to get ahead, got got to kick in and say, you know what? I look at my skill sets. I take an inventory of my skill sets. I see what I'm capable of doing. I see I can create value. Now, what do I need to do to get people to recognize my value and be willing to come to me and do deals with me and in exchange, you know, in exchange either money or other goods or services for the the thing that I can contribute. Right. And and to me, that's the thing that keeps people locked into a situation. 
that they they're not necessarily happy with. A lot of people in corporate America want to leave, but they won't. You know why? Because they don't know how to sell themselves. They don't know how to market themselves. They see a cat like me. I go into corporate America. Then they see me say, all right, I'm leaving the company. Oh, where are you going? They expected me to say, I'm going to go to this other company. But I say, no, I'm going to be independent for a while. (laughs) I'm going to start my own company and I'm just going to do my thing for a while. And they look confused, dumbfounded, like, how the hell can you do that? How can you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Wish I could do that. Well, there's one thing keeping you from being able to do that. And that's that's your ability to sell yourself, humble yourself, go out to the market, offer yourself Offer a service, say, hey, I can do this. I can help you with that problem you got. Why don't you let me help you? <laughs> and work out the arrangement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and they just can't get they can't get themselves to that point. You know, they the, the the most they'll do to, to market themselves is is put in a job application and go to an interview. That's it. Yeah, and see, you know, that's not well. That's what comes across when you meet different people. I mean, you know, it's the whole point of having different conversations with people over time. It's just that you want to be you want to be able to share certain different things that you've been privy to, like you come across uh, just information that because that's usually a lot of the times it's not even like the most intelligent, you know, the smartest guy in the room. It's usually what you know in terms of what you come across as information. What's possible out there? What 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 about deals? You know where to get things. Uh, and your willingness to try stuff, and your willingness to learn and fail and try and experiment. You know and change, change your behaviors. Basically, yeah. That's one. That's one thing I see that differentiates Basically. people who go far from people who don't is their willingness to change their behaviors. Yeah, a lot of folks get into to a behavior pattern and just get stuck there and and, and right. they, you know they, they can change like slightly you know but they can't really they can't really pick up something dramatically different or dramatically new they just struggle with it but the people who ability who adaptable agile can just change their behaviors you know there's no limit you know yeah the difference between the poor person and the rich person is the behaviors i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, that you know, when you when you first of all, when you say struggle, you really feel it. You know what I mean? Like you really feel it. You really the feel struggle it. is real. Struggle to yeah, it is real. But I mean, the struggle is real. Behaviors is totally different. I mean, you know, when you when you, I mean, behaviors, the the, the thoughts, the, the the belief. Uh, I understand, especially you know, it's hard for when you don't have it to visualize having it. Right. I had a friend, a friend of mine, right. look, you know, I mean, I'm not necessarily a, a, a huge fan of the secret, but or even a fan of the secret. But, you know, I, I can understand what it's what it's basically putting out there as far as its point is. And, you know, you got to got to see it, you know, see it first and, and and let that inspire you to before it's happening, you know, really embrace the process. You know, mm. and, and right. And believe that it's going to happen. You know, if you if you if you if you visualize it and you see it and you plan it, and so man, that's cool. I mean, I know that man. I know that I know that I know that uh, with, with with this particular person, he was like, "Well, look, it, you know, if I could see a meal when I'm hungry and, and visualize it, and I, you know, if it, and I look at my plate, it just appears in my plate, and I was like, man, you really look. You took that literally. I mean, 
Yeah, we got a yeah. That's, that's I think that's delusional, bro. That's an oasis <laughs> in the day. Like, really? There was no food on the plate. I don't think there's any food there. He just thought he could visualize food on the plate, and it just the next morning hunger up, but he would, he would have breakfast. I mean, <laughs> I'm just yeah, trying to hunger figure this out. Oh, <laughs> he, he's tripping. <laughs> but yeah, we went through it. That's a, that's a great point because we went through an exercise. I mean, the wife came to she. This was her idea. She comes up and she says, "Oh man, you know these people are putting together these vision boards, and essentially, you know, it's the same concept as as the secret, like you talked about, where you know you kind of envision what you want your year to be like. So let's create vision boards for 2019. So I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. So, you know, each of us did, the four of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me, Maria, Dean, Dana, you know, the baby, she's one, so she, you know, she's a little too small. But, but yeah, essentially what we've done is is took a bunch of pictures off the internet and put them on a little poster and put the posters up in our living room, actually, right in front of the couch. So if you're sitting on the couch, you're looking at your poster, watching your dreams go down the, go down the drain, get off off the couch and do something about your dreams is, is, the, is the message. Wow. But, yeah, it's just, it's just a... <laughs> it's essentially just a poster board that shows what we like to see materialize in 2019, and 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 the, and the concept behind huh. that is you're putting your you're putting your aspirations out in the universe, and the universe will reciprocate that. You know, if, I believe that. I mean, honestly, I'm with you. I don't know. I think we do some yeah. Today I went out with my son. You know, he's he's training. He's trying to run. He's trying to learn how to run track. He's trying to work on his form and everything. And I'm, I'm just coaching him a little bit before he's ready to join a, a team officially. Hmm. Wow. But, you know, we, we took him out to run, do some laps in the parking lot. And, you know, everybody came outside. You know, it's a warm day. So people probably wanted to come out anyway. They just needed a reason. But a bunch of folks came outside. That was probably 15, 15 people out there at one point. And I sat down with him afterward. I said, Dean, did you, did you notice what happened? You, you started that chain reaction. You wanted to go out and better yourself. And when people saw, people heard you outside, you know, they heard us out there oh. laughing and, and joking around and, and, and t- doing, doing time, timing his, his, his laps and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. They came outside too to, to, to cheer for him, you know, and root them on. Right. That's just the universe basically saying, hey, I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Let me help you do that. You know what I mean? Man, that's real. Wow, that's deep stuff. That's That's good stuff, yeah. That's real. That's tangible right there, how the universe reciprocates your intentions if you make your intentions clear. So, man, I take I take away from that. You know, I'm 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 working to start a business. Let me let me put myself out there even more. You know, I do a lot to market, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel I'm doing enough. I need to put it out there even more. Like let me let me let you know what exactly what I'm trying to do. and people will people people will show up for you. I think people will step up and say, "All right, let me help you. I see what you're doing. Let me help you do that." Yeah, just being transparent. Hey man, I agree with that man, a hundred percent. Don't let the haters discourage you from doing that, because haters will discourage that. You know, they will try to say, "Oh, you ain't gonna be successful. <laughs> you didn't do this. You didn't do this right. I could do it better." <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Trolls, <laughs> they are out there, <laughs> right? And they'll kill, they'll kill your dreams in them bushes, you know. I've just learned to ignore the haters. Just let them, because <laughs> if you if you yeah. if you respond to them, you're just giving them fuel to keep hating. So they're not there. And hey, they're not, 
They're not there. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this out there right there. I, I like to control opposition, so you don't even know who you rooting for. Holland. Who? Who? Who we? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. With the biggest, biggest, most expensive lesson for me has been, you know, as a kid, I think I was fearful, and I think fear limited me in a lot of ways. And as an adult, I just I think when I went to college or in my early 20s, I just decided I'm going to be fearless. And uh, that's I think that's helped me a lot, actually. This helped me progress a lot. Um, yeah. As an adult, though, my I would say my biggest expense, not necessarily my most expensive. I don't know if that's the same thing or not, but let's just keep rolling with this, see where this goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my biggest expense has been education. Education is expensive, dude. Ooh. Learning. Learning. You went there. You went you know, there with it. College. Ooh, we like you know, the money I've made in corporate, I've been able to stack loot and then I've been able to take that loot and start businesses and some of those businesses haven't panned out, you know. Uh and and the money I put in those businesses pretty much was a loss. But what I took away in every case is the education, all the skills I learned. The mistakes I made have been part of the education, mm. you know, and, and, and in every business, I take what I learned from all my previous businesses forward. I've, if I can add up all the businesses I started, I'm probably at 15, 16 businesses, bro. Man, you deep with it. Yes, sir. And, yeah. And some of them have made decent money. Some haven't, you know, some businesses I was making money and I just stopped doing them because I, you know, went moved to a new phase in life. I could do so. I got business making money right now, and I'm not necessarily investing a lot of time in. <laughs> and and I am putting business, put more time in businesses that ain't making money yet. So, <laughs> uh, right, right, right. You know where you're going. Yeah, I just yeah, it's, it's that's what it is. It's direction. I mean, yeah, it's, it's putting time in it, moving me in the right direction. Even though the money is there, is it still you know it may not it still may not be worth the time. So, but the, the it's a snowball effect with, with what you learn with each venture. So even even the business I lost money and and they were complete failure. You know we just didn't have the market there to support the business, or we we just couldn't get out into the market. Right. You still learn a lot in terms of new skills. I learned how to graphic design. I learned how to code, write code. I've learned how to create videos. I've learned how to you know cold call customers, build build a mailing list. I've learned how to do all this stuff just from trying stuff, and you know successful or not. You know, I may not have made the money I wanted to make, but I certainly got the education I wanted to get. And that education is an asset that continues to build value with every new business idea and every new business venture. I bring all those assets with me. That is for sure. You get a whole library of, of, of things and, and get that calendar. Yeah. You know, all the things that you learn over time that whether it worked or not, you know, it, it builds that confidence in yourself like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Right. You, right. you see yourself doing things all the time because you've seen yourself learn something new from not knowing it. Yeah. I've seen this man cold. You understand? I mean, I don't Ooh. care what you're talking about. If you're born in the 80s, you, you know what I mean? Cold. I don't care about these kids out here now. Don't. You, if you're born in the 80s or the early 90s, you coded. Hey, you good. That means you really wanted to code. You really was out there. You really was trying to put some work in it. It was, it was you had a oh, vision, yeah. and you, were, you was putting it out there. No, no, no doubts about it. I was putting it out there, man. I was investing time, bro. I was working full time, 10, 12 hours a day. 
having three, four hours a night and saying, all right, I'm going to crack this computer open and learn how to write some code, bro. I'm going to learn how to write one line. I'm going to change one thing and see what it does. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, you know, you, you, you figuring out how to create pages and create functionality and all that stuff. Now, coding is te- too tedious for me and I can't put the time. I'd rather just hire somebody. Plus, hiring people is, is getting fairly cheap now. Oh, so it's getting fairly cheap to hire. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. But, but at the same time, when I do hire a developer, I do hire a coder, they ain't going to be able to bullshit me the same way. <laughs> so, oh, not as they probably could be. I'm like, look, dude, this is how you do this. Bang, 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 bang. Can you go get that done? They'll, they'll sit there and tell you, well, that can't be done or it's going to cost more money, cost more time. It's like, nah. Right. If you tell me that, then that tells me that either A, you're bullshitting me, or B, you don't know what you're doing. Let me help you. Bang, bang, bang. Then they say, oh, man, you taught me something. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, and that, see, the beautiful thing in that, too, is that the control that you have, especially when you're saying, you know, let me get my let me get my idea, a business model of idea running from zero to one right. or two or three as I'm building personnel or people or, or, you know, contracting out or whatever in order for me to acquire talent to build this thing. You know, right. if you're not, you know, some people, it's like they, they, if they don't have a force of people helping them, they can't get from zero to one to even one because they don't even you know, they they need even others. Start. They need so many others to get it off the ground. And I feel like sometimes either it's going to be you or you're going to have to have a partner. Somebody's going to have to get their hands dirty. And what I mean by hands dirty is you may have to do what's needed for the company to move forward. And so sometimes it's like, well, no. I refuse to do that part of this business. You know, it's like Ooh, somebody yeah. has to tackle that. Somebody got to go door to door. It might be you. You know what I mean? Right. And like when you say a cold call, I mean, that's, ooh, we. You know oh, I've done cold calling, bro. I'll do it tomorrow if I had I'm to. Saying, I'll do it today. I'm saying absolutely. But I'm saying, like, for most people, that's hard for some people. You know what I'm saying? Cold call. Oh, no. But, oh, yeah. no. For me, for my own business, you betcha. I'm, I'm talking to anybody who ever want to listen to it. Anybody, if I can get that, if I can I might, your I might for, oh yeah, I might force feed you. I might force your ears. Oh, and don't don't ask me about my business. Don't even ask me, boy. I go on and on on you, boy. I go on. You have to shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> you have to end the conversation. You have to be like, listen, um, we're out of time. Um, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I've, I've said that more than a few times. I'm a business guy, but I was like, all right, bro, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. You can't be this excited. Hey, it's good to have somebody who knows you, who knows when to shut you up. <laughs> that's important. That's that's important. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, I guess you know you can say education is an expensive lesson, but it's also the most rewarding lesson too. And you know, for me, I, I could say that I I can't say that I've pulled together everything I've learned and I'm fully capitalizing it yet. But I just know, I just have that faith that I ain't far from it. I think I'm right on the cusp of really pulling everything together and capitalizing, delivering that value. And then I think, you know, my goal is to in the next 12 years, you know, be ready to be ready to retire from the uh, from from the world of, you know, working for money and, and transition to the world of working for really working for to make an impact purely. Purely to make an impact. Yeah, I mean that's that's that sounds huge. 
That yeah. sounds like a big way. I mean, that sounds weird. Like where you going? I believe that again, you know, you, you seem to, like I said, knowing you from high school, like I said, you always had a, a map and a compass in your hands. And I mean, looking to say, okay, what am I, you know, <laughs> where am I going? You know I mean? Not necessarily, you know, that, that you didn't have a, you know, but you have, you had an answer, but you always wanted to keep with what you were doing and, and, and um, and then realizing where you were at, and even though know, sort of certain businesses you would pivot, and like I said, it's beautiful. I mean, because again, at the end of the day, that type of growth is what's needed. When when someone says, "Hey, I'm gonna be a millionaire, a billionaire," it ain't even just about the money, or, you know, whatever. But it's more about that's a that's carrying a lot. That means you know, because a, a lot of people they might want to do it for personal things, but I think a brother like yourself, you want to do it because you want to help other people as well, and. Um, yeah, you know, you, I mean, you you're gonna, carrying you, that with you, you know, the, what you could do with that. And uh, the way I see it, man, the money, the money going to flow in, it's going to flow back out. Right. I mean, you, you, you only hold it temporarily. You get to play with it a little bit while you got it, but it's going to flow in. It's going to flow out. All things kind of work in a cycle like that. A little tickle. And what you leave behind is not necessarily money, but you leave behind a legacy of what you've contributed, what you've done, the lives you've impacted in a positive way the people who who you've set on a course of prosperity. You know, you find them at the bottom of the bottom, but you 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 touch them and you set them on a different course in life. You know, those to me that's the that's the real all right, I got I got one more I got one more question for you, B. I got one one minute answer. What was your best business venture and why? One minute. Go. Man. Uh, man, you put me on the power right here, boy. Uh best business <laughs> All right, man, I gotta say, man, I wanna I wanna say I, I wanna say uh Smith and Walensky. That oh. that's still yeah, that's still, you know, Smith Walensky Steakhouse. Uh, uh. you know, we had a an auction with them and it, it went it went great. That was definitely how that went. And just learning experience from that, doing a, a live webcast, it was it was on there was a timed online webcast which was live through a webcam and then with, with a live audience so uh, my partner he wow. the uh the auctioneering uh you know we had celebrities come through and uh, it, was, it was it was just a it was a day to remember you know it was three three story three story restaurant with you know it's been there for over 60 years in las vegas that's awesome man yeah and that's um Vegas um, in New York. I'm sorry. Yeah, sounds like that's one that really pushed you out of your comfort zone, pushed your boundaries a little bit in, ter- in terms of what you're capable of doing. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, every I would say a lot of different things like that. I think, uh, especially with, you know, like I said, it was it was over a thousand uh, lots. You know, in terms of uh, the amount of stuff that was in the lots. Uh, you know, managing uh, different tiers of folks from uh, customer service, the people that were there working there. It was, it was yeah, it was it was uh, a nice experience, especially when you meet folks uh, in a short period of time, and you know you get to galvanize folks, get them ready for uh, you know to be all in on one common goal, and you know mm. and, and do that within a time. You know, because time is of the essence. Uh, people, a lot of these folks, they have to get out. <laughs> you know, for the next people to come in and move in. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily, it, it because I believe I could do a lot of different things. You know, you really don't know until, I'm, until I do it. I feel like I'm capable of doing it pretty much anything. As long as I get the proper, proper time amount of prep, I can go out and, and, and do some research about it and get some insight about it. But I feel like other than that, it was, it was just uh, a sense of accomplishment in, in terms of positioning. And what it allowed me to do, it'll put me definitely in a better position to to uh, get better auctions going forward. Yeah, that's dope. Now I see I've seen you grow progressively in your business, and it's been uh it's been impressive to watch from from afar. You know, I'm the other side of the country, really, three thousand miles away. I think maybe not quite three, but a long way. And yeah, I've seen I've seen the growth, and it's been quite impressive. All right, so if I was to answer the same question, best business venture, and why, I would have to say it's Improver, bro. I would have to say that because I feel like Improver pulls together everything that I've been through and I've done in my life. Every skill I've built, I'm applying it now. You know, just about every skill. I mean, I did learn how to do hurdles in high school, in college. Not quite applying that, but I'm sure there's some elements of it. You can find some elements. But when you talk about what we did with Diamond District and uh, developing sound and, and video, I'm doing all that with Improver right now. Writing. You know, I used to write, used to, used to write lyrics. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm writing a lot with Improver. Uh, we talk about coding. You know, I'm building, building technology. We talk about Excelville, uh -huh. you know, hiring a developers, working with developers, kind of building the infrastructure of technology. All that's being done with Improver. You talk about the, the 20 years I put in corporate America, leading continuous improvement projects, all that's incorporated in Improver. So that's beautiful. As I see it, yeah, I'm, that's, <clears throat> I see that's kind of where I'm. Yeah, I've kind of pulled together everything that I've done over all these years. And trust me, I don't do just one job, day job. I only just have to, I've never just had a day job. I've always had a day job and a night job and try to do some stuff on the weekends. Oh, yeah. And sure. uh, yeah. All, all that stuff accumulates and, and, and that accumulation has been been pulled into to my current project. And I imagine my next project, I'll be saying the same thing. You know that stuff I learned with Improver. I'm now applying it in this new business and everything else too. So absolutely, uh, yeah. That's I think every every business I do is going to be my next best business. You know, I don't I don't ever see myself doing something that's not going to take 110 percent of of what I got. You know who I am. So I can dig that. All right, cool, man. We've uh, we've clipped the one hour mark. Um. It's time to close out, bro. Sadly, you know, the sad thing is we only do this once a week. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so hard because we know it's going to be another seven days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we, you know, you get you get to you get to fitting it all in in this one hour, man. Yeah, that's tough. You know, you get to fill it up, fit it all in. <laughs> all right. Cool, man. So appreciate chatting with you, bro, as always. Uh, let's go ahead and sign off. This is Cal. And B, let's get it. Let's get it. The same cat that brought you uh, number two pencils. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand. I was playing pencil pop. <laughs> pencil pop. <laughs> pencils, you know, we used, to, we used to do pencil popping with them banana pencils. You know, we said we need we need change. <laughs> yeah, you used to get uh, the ones with the metal in it. Boy, like, man, how you get metal in your pencil, man? Oh, 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 boy. Ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, it's good chat with you, though. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up next week, homie. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Out.